Hey, hey, everyone. Welcome to the Daily Lens Show. Today is August 2nd, 2022. It's a beautiful day. I am recording this intro from the football field where my son is currently giving me back talk about having to practice in the Texas heat, but you pay the money, you commit to it, you do it, right? Anyways, let me go ahead and tell you about the episode that you're going to be listening to. It was actually recorded last night right after I got the final yes from the new executive producer, my bestie, Mikey. You'll remember Mikey from the first episode where it was coffee and random chats. And he has graciously agreed to do this show alongside of me and get it going and be a part of it. And I'm excited for you to get to know him. I'm excited for you to get to uh, hear his bio. He's a pretty awesome person. And yeah, so let's get right on into it. How about this? How was your day today? Um, it was okay. It was actually pretty decent for a Monday. Um, uh, things weren't kind of crazy, but it was because we had a lot of extra people helping today. So we were able to like actually keep up and not get screamed at. And <clears throat> yeah, I was in a good mood because, you know, there was extra help. So. That's always a plus. But then, but then, there's always a but then. Found out, and it didn't really affect me because I was already leaving. The uh, There was no closing pharmacist, so they had to shut down the pharmacy for the rest of the day. That is crazy to me. Yeah. But, you know, it's not uncommon nowadays because a lot of pharmacies are doing that. A lot of pharmacies don't have anybody to work. True. Especially True. like uh, chain stores because the way that they, you know, treat their employees. So, yeah. Yeah. So I'm trying to get out of this place. I don't blame you. I don't blame you. Um, who knows? Maybe this might be your your money maker. You got access to everything now. We'll see. I have your credit card, so. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna, I was gonna say, but you don't have access to my body. <laughs> but yeah, you do have access to my credit card. Go easy on me. There's not a lot of money in there. <laughs> Go e- e- easy on my bank card. Ain't that the truth? Um, <laughs> so my day consisted of. Uh, at first, it was a little bit of nonsense because. Our, I had to take uh, staff members around the town so that the incoming staff members can see what our town, um, I guess, like the diversity of it when it comes to uh, habited, inhabited community. Like, how do I want to say that without it sounding terrible? They were comparing different level of housing in the community so they're basically saying we want you to realize that we have a a diverse uh, group of of kids you know they're coming from all parts we have old mindset kids that are coming in because of you know parents and their old ways and then we have the more high-tech modern you know bougie type kids if you will but um, and these are the areas and this is their living conditions. So you need to understand that just because Susie Q has, you know, she brings her lunch every day and, or she buys her lunch every day, whatever you have this one over here who isn't eating anything because they can't afford it. And because there's no groceries for them to bring to school. And they're too embarrassed to say, or, you know, maybe the child is wearing the same clothes day after day. Like, understand that this is what our community looks like. All the new development coming in. 
uh, we toured that and there was some pretty amazing stories that I heard from the staff members though. So are they new staff members or is it new and old staff members? Both new and old. Okay. I think Frank uh, had something kind of similar in his school today, honestly, because he said that they all loaded up on the bus and like went around, but they had some, I can't remember what it was. Like it was kind of like a scavenger hunt slash clue finding thing. Like they had to figure out the clues Mm -hmm. in order to go to where the next destination was. Yeah. I've done yeah. that at my previous um, district. Yeah, it seemed pretty interesting. He said, though, he got tired of getting in and out of that bus. <laughs> and sitting down and getting up and sitting down and climbing up the stairs yep. and getting down the stairs. Yeah, well, we they only had to get on the bus um, at, one, at one, the starting point, And then we rode all over town, went to um, the newest elementary actually over by where you live and we all got to take a little break I had to go to the bathroom so bad maneuvered my way around all these people and finally found a bathroom I was thankful like, I was so thankful did you say the sink no I was- oh my god <laughs> no but if it wasn't right there in the public uh, viewing of everybody, I probably would have went there. Oh my god! Because I had to pee so bad. But um, no, I got back on the bus and then we took them back to the uh, main campus and then went on about our day. Went and and uh, shut it down. And we go back on Wednesday. Like all the kids go back or the... uh... No, we in our department, we go back on Wednesday for what we call um, in-service. So... Get all the buses ready and stuff. (laughs) Yeah, we do what we call um, dry runs. So we go and we make every stop. Like you don't... I, it's not, we don't go and like open up our doors and, and all that. Like we kind of get our times down. Uh-huh. My times are going to be about five minutes behind what they were last year, which I'm not too thrilled about. So, Why and it also depends. Well, because we have to be at um, the schools a certain time. And I don't know if you've been trying to travel around that, that uh, town. Here lately but the traffic is horrendous oh, like yeah. it's bad and when there's only one way like one main road out and one main road in it's it's enough to um backed up all the way and i've seen people on facebook that have um complained about it you know different social media threads complain about it but i mean now that the grand parkway is open maybe it has alleviated because it opened like right at the end of school. Yeah. Oh yeah. They did open that Mm -hmm. all the way down there. I forgot. Yeah. And it's funny because we were just over there the other day and I was pointing that out to Frank. I was like, did they open that already? And when you're sitting at the light, you can't see the cars driving over the bridge, but when you kind of pull over the bridge a little bit, you can see that the cars Mm -hmm. are going through. So yeah, that was, I'm excited for that. Yeah, and it, so I, I've ridden on it. How do you say? I've rode it. I've, dri- I've driven been a passenger. On it, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've been a passenger in a vehicle going that way, um, and then it it goes down to just two lanes. And in fact, I know it's completely off subject, but um, I know one of the last wrecks that happened on ninety nine there in in uh, Dayton. That was one of my friends, somebody that I've known for a long time. He got. I didn't uh, know there was a wreck. Yeah, he got hit. He's been in there, like, mangled his leg. He is having surgery, I think, today or in the morning, like his ninth surgery. And then he'll be there for another week. He had to be life lighted. Oh he got God. hit, like, him and an 18 or 
was an 18 wheeler or, or like a, a commercial truck, like a dump truck or something like that. They collided. A truck, something that was way bigger than he was. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cause he was in a, he was in his regular vehicle his his regular truck and they just collided. Jeez. But because there was an accident that was at that same area, um, that they were working on that the officials were working on and then they had their wreck. Yeah. So it's so dangerous. It is. So let me ask you something. Why? And I kind of probably already know the answer to it, but it kind of baffles me. Why do all of these parents insist on picking up and dropping off their kids instead of letting them go on the school bus? Well, I can't answer for every parent, but I can tell you I've heard a majority say that um, a couple of things. One, there's not enough room. We do get to a point where we're overcrowded and then you have to create new routes. Mm -hmm. Um, You have to figure out how to get those kids home. So A, overcrowding. Uh, B, there is uh, they're not home in time for any kind of after school activities or they get home too late um sometimes kids don't get dropped off until five o'clock and they get out of school at you know four and then hour on a bus is kind of crummy you know what i mean well yeah um also a lot of buses don't have air conditioning or proper. They might have in air conditioning installed, but they're not working properly. And if anybody lives in Texas, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's imperative. Tough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have to have it, and and like when you don't have it, it makes those longer bus rides even like I've had I've had littles um, fall asleep just pl- like fall out of sleep because they're so overheated um i try to keep water on my bus and we'll share it like i have a big cooler that i'll put ice in yeah and i know it's going to melt down and you know if they have a water bottle then they can fill it up but um so that and then covid well covid but even before covid like there's always been a line to pick and drop and drop off Mm -hmm. the kids. So I was thinking that it was kind of like these parents and I'm not knocking on the parents, you know, but these parents that just like didn't trust the bus drivers. And I can kind of see that because, you know, not everybody's the greatest driver, but I don't know. I just, I don't see the sense in sitting in line for 45 minutes to an hour waiting to pick up your kid. Mm, I don't when know. When you could I mean, just have them ride the bus. I, yeah. I And I guess that kind of makes sense. You kind of explaining the other side of it. Cause I never really thought about it like that. Um, I don't know. I just kind of, it's, it was always irritating to me. Like, why don't you just let your kids ride the bus? Back in the day, you never saw these lines of parents picking up their kids. You either walked your ass home or you got your ass on the bus. Yeah, that's true. And then, but there were things, um, they were a lot more lenient than too with um, the bus drivers. Well, the bus drivers were lenient. They were also very mean. They had a lot of... Yeah. <laughs> um, I've heard stories of my dad talking about how, uh, you know, he'd be acted a fool in the back of the bus him or some buddies or whatever and and his bus driver older lady would drop him off a mile or two away from their house and they'd have to walk <laughs> or um i i heard from a hairdresser that i went to and she was telling me a story about her bus driver who stopped on the side of the road drug her off the bus said, I know your mama and the way you're behaving, blah, 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 whatever they got into. And she yanked that girl around and whooped her bottom. And I was like, you're kidding. She's like, I am not. And she told me the the bus driver's name. And I was like, holy moly. So I immediately was like, um, ma'am, is this story true? She was like, I sure did. Oh, my God. <laughs> 
And, you know, I've heard a lot of those stories from veteran drivers. I don't think I've ever had the desire to stop the bus and spank a kid, but I have stopped the bus. Well, I mean, back in the day, corporal punishment was more of a thing. It still is a thing, which surprises a lot of people. Um, But yeah, corporal punishment and, you know, allowing teachers and other school administration, so to speak, school faculty to punish Mm -hmm. your children. But, you know, the world's changed. Things have gotten a lot crazier and it's gotten more into like more, less punishment and more abuse, I guess. So I can kind of see why parents are a little hesitant. Yeah, well, I'm not going to spank anybody's kid but i do get right. onto them i do get onto them like they're my own right um i'll give them that look that mom look with the eyebrow sticking up and be like uh let me think of a name that's not on my bus for privacy reasons i'm gonna say uh elbert Jane smith yeah <laughs> <laughs> little elbert you want me to get on this phone and call your mama is she going to be okay with you saying that word? No, ma'am, please don't. Then I want you to sit down, and if you move one more muscle, one more time, I'm pulling the bus over, and I'm calling her. Do you understand me? And yes, ma'am. And he'll eventually come on up to the front. And I'm sorry that I, I said those words. I, I didn't mean it. But please don't tell my mama. Mm. All right. <laughs> That's what I thought, you little bad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so... You, uh, you know, and it's funny that we're talking about that because that was my actual subject for um, my podcast tonight was I wanted to talk about five things that I love about my job. And I would like to hear, um, and you had a really good question. I mean, you're, that was a great question. A lot of people they don't know are in, they just automatically assume that they know what goes on in a school district transportation office. That should be another, that should be another topic. Another thing is what are some things that people just assume about your job that are completely wrong? (laughs) Yeah. The fact that we uh, go pick up the kids and then drop them off and then go home for hours and then come back and do it again. That's a big misconception because that is not true (laughs) at all. And like, for instance, in the pharmacy, why can't you just slap a label on it and count the medication and put it in a bottle? Like, it's not how that works. I mean, we have to like verify the prescription. We have to make sure that it's a legit prescription. We have to make sure that we're not going to overdose you. We have to make sure that you're getting the right medication. We have to make sure that your insurance is going to cover it. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like a whole process. We can't just throw some pills in there like candy and dispense it to you, you know, so that's a big misconception. That was just an instance. I don't, is this going to be like a recording recording? Because I think we're just off the script kind of thing and I wasn't prepared at all for this one. (laughs) You know what? Unscripted sometimes turns out to be the best types of conversations. But I think that um, I think we can we can squeeze in uh, episode seven the top five things I love about my line. And speaking of, so now that you have all access to everything, you have an idea, you throw it down in the docs and you're like, Hey, this is, let's talk about this. Or maybe we just have an impromptu, you know, go at it. Like it seems to work well with us. I mean, it's the most listened to episode. You know, the, the coffee. I thought it was just my yeah. sexy voice. So wanted to hear. Either that or my dumbness. <laughs> we're about dumb. <laughs> <laughs> nah. Nah. We're 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 smarter than we give ourselves credit oh, for. Yeah, I know. I was being um, facetious. Okay, facetious, I got you. All right. <laughs> um, why did I become and continue to be a school bus driver? start off the number one thing that attracted my eye was pay immediately the the district that i started with it had they had a a a very uh 
enticing amount of pay because I've never made that much money before. Um, pension, retirement, um, the benefits. Um, people who know me personally, they know my son and they know that I need to have those benefits for his benefit. Um, and that whole entire, oh, you have to have insurance, you're going to be blah, blah, blah. So the pay, the pension benefits, holiday and summer breaks, that really caught my eye because I was like, hmm, I can be off like the whole summer and still get paid for it. I like that. Let me tell you, it was not until I learned how they broke down the pay. And then when you get that summer pay, you're like, oh, so is your pay like the same in the summer as it is the year round? It is, it is, yes. Kind of like a salary thing? Yeah, they take your hours that you work and they separate it into 12 checks because it's bi-monthly, right? And um, then anything that you work uh, is considered supplemental pay. So like, not anything that you work, but like outside of your route, So if you do extra things like washing the buses, taking a trip, um, shuttling, um, what else is there? Any kind of like maybe office help work that you do, things like that. There's always something extra that you can do and make more money. So your checks during the school year are bigger. Now, when you get to, now, when you get to the summer, believe it or not, you have plenty of open options for making money. Like I said, uh, bus washing, cleaning the buses. Um, We have people that put the inspection stickers on there. Um, There's summer school. There are trips sometimes that still go out even during the summer school. Um, You can do, there's a lot of things that you can actually do to make so that's what they consider double checks. Like, oh, I'm gonna get double the pay. So it's it's an it'll keep you busy. And especially now, like with the education's shortage, it you'll stay busy. Yeah. Um, but now the reason why I continue to be a school bus driver is because it's not really about the money now. I mean, I left one district and came to my present one. And was making way less, way less per hour. And I was totally fine with it because after my first two years, I actually learned what becoming a bus driver meant to me and to the kids that I drove. Not I drove them crazy, but still. Well, I mean, we drive everybody crazy. That's nothing new. <laughs> Why did you become um, a pharmacy tech? Um, at at the point in time, um, I was working in the front of the store, and I honestly was like really opposed to going back in the pharmacy because I was genuinely scared of it. Um, you know, you hear horror stories about people losing their minds over them not having their medications. And just, you know, whatever. There's, you know, crackheads and, you know, drug addicts. And I didn't want to deal with any of that. I didn't want to deal with all of the metrics that you have to hit and everything like that. And then I I guess it got to a point where I didn't want to be in the front anymore. Um, So I tried it. Uh, I got my tech and training license and I got back there and kind of tried it. And um, I, I, I don't know. I just kind of strangely liked it. And mm-hmm. it kind of grew on me. Um, now, obviously, I don't like getting yelled at every day. And pharmacy techs and, and healthcare in general at this point, uh, is, it's a very stressful profession. Because people are everybody's angry in in the world everybody's kind of like well not everybody but you know the the world has kind of changed so um 
people's mindsets are a lot different. Everybody's a little bit more stressed out, and I think everybody takes it out on people than they don't mean to, but that's okay. It's okay. So anyways, going back to why I wanted to get in there, um, I just, I enjoyed the work aspect of it. I mean, my favorite part of working in the pharmacy, honestly, I love filling medications. It's very calming to me to count things. I've done inventory for years and years and years. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So for me to like count things out, uh, I'm good at it. I'm quick at it. So um, that's my favorite part. But just like the general job aspect of it, uh, I, I for the most part enjoy. Now dealing with insurance, I do not enjoy that. Do not enjoy that at all. Um, only because most of the time it's a pain in the butt um and you see things like for instance like um people that get on new medications well the insurance company wants to know everything but why do you need this medication well we need Mm -hmm. to know why your doctor prescribed this medication to you is it medically necessary for you to have this medication you know before we cover this medication before we throw out thousands and thousands of dollars like just give them the medication clearly the doctor wrote it you know if it's a if it's a thing that's ongoing or you know sus then i could see why you're going to question it but just give them the medication you know, so yeah, it's it's insurance is a pain in the butt, and it's a joke half the time because there's medications that are like ibuprofen. Why does your insurance company need to know why you're being prescribed ibuprofen? Who cares? It's cheap. Get just give it to them. You know what I mean? And it frustrates me because a lot of the times it holds up the medication from these members, these patients. You know, just from getting their their health that they need that you know the medication that they need to just keep going um yeah insurance is a joke (laughs) it really is but um other than that i i I guess i just enjoyed the 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 job the the work part of it yeah for me i like um like i said it's not so much about the money it's more about the kids and then also the growing district this is an amazing journey with um, SISD because <laughs> whenever I, when I was a kid and living there, it's it's small town, had a stop sign. There was no stoplight. <laughs> you know what I mean? It yeah. was, is very country. It still is quite country, but mm-hmm. um, the office at, you know, our department is very family it's like a family atmosphere. People are bickering all the time with one another and then making up the next day. And then, you know, it's, they look out for you. You, you know, it's, it's, it's a different type of environment and I like it. I love it. Um, and then most importantly, next, like right underneath the kids is um, being able to learn new skills. So, even though I am challenged in the technology department, I learned how to do some work with videos and things like that with this district where I didn't have that opportunity with the previous district. So, and I guess I I could say that was another reason for me too, is opportunity because you know, Mm -hmm. when you get your, when you get your tech license, you can go anywhere. Yep. So when you get your class B, you can go anywhere that, right. you know, requires a class B. Yeah. But it's maintaining that class B. Um, and that it's, I love how this flows with you because that was the next thing was training. Um, it was harder three years ago, four years ago, whenever I got my license, as opposed to 20 years ago, whenever the, 20 year veterans, you know, even probably even the 10, 15, you know, up in their genre, they hear what the training is about now, what all they have to know in order to pass it. And they're like, shoo, I'm glad I got my license back. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Because you have to know every in and out nook and cranny. Um, You know, our trainers have to go to state, um, 
conventions or whatever their conferences and they had to learn all this and it's a lot when they came back and had that book I was like what is that (laughs) what (laughs) but it's extensive to to got it so much information and honestly quite a bit of it doesn't pertain to bus driving specifically it's everything else that class b covers yeah um and so training for you i remember whenever you were studying for the test yeah i i studied probably longer than i needed to only for the fact that when i went to take my classes that's when COVID hit so every time that I would go to schedule my test, oh, well, it's been canceled due to COVID. And I would schedule it again, and it was canceled again. So for, like, it was it was over a year that I studied for, um, for that test. Yeah. And I'm glad that I did, because that test, the PTCB, is a monster. It is a beast. You have to know medications. You have to know, like the top 200 drugs, the generic and the brand names, what they do, what they're used for, you know, um, a thing that, that they don't tell you that is on the test is you need to know like interactions between different drugs. Um, And I didn't study for that at all. And you just kind of have to kind of use common sense when it comes to well this drug is prescribed for you know heart issues you don't want to um, overdose it with something that's going to uh, like lower your blood pressure your blood pressure right yeah, yeah. so um, you have to learn all of these interactions between all these drugs um, and the PC PTCB, um, the reason that you can take it anywhere is because you're not only learning retail um, pharmacy, you're learning hospital pharmacy, you're learning like mail order, you're learning compounding, you're learning sterilization, you're learning all kinds of different aspects of what kind of pharmacy techs there are. And that's why you can take this license anywhere. Um, But I ain't gonna lie, that test was a biatch. I was yeah. so scared that I was going to fail it. <laughs> I would be too. I, I, I thought I was going to fail my driving test. And sure enough, oh, I did. I was so <laughs> happy. Oh, my God. I was like, the whole time I was this, uh, taking this test, I'm like, well, that's wrong. I'm pretty sure I got that wrong. I'm just going to guess on this. <laughs> I got that wrong. And then I click that submit button, and I'm just sitting there waiting. Oh, and let me let me back this up i had i guess my computer or something messed up at the end of the test and um i I tried like refreshing the page which was a big no-no um but no that's not even what happened i did have to refresh the page but something popped up on my screen and while i'm taking this test i'm being monitored there's somebody watching me while i'm taking this test right right and something popped up on my screen and i didn't know what it was i didn't know if it was the test if it was the computer well i didn't want to mess with it so i kind of had to just kind of move it out of the way and leave it well it at the end when i hit submit it um blocked my results like it was covering my results and I couldn't get rid of it no matter what I did I couldn't move it I couldn't do anything so I didn't know if I passed or whatever so I just refreshed the page and it said something about how you had to resubmit your test again and I was like oh my god are you kidding me so thank god that somebody was watching and they saw what had happened and um, they're like yeah I'm gonna resubmit the results and then that screen went away and the next thing I know it came back up saying passed and I about fell out of my chair because I, <laughs> I really did not think I passed that test. Yeah, no. But I did I, fairly decent on it. That um, I remember I was so, mm. so happy for you. Mm. Um, I failed my first driving test. I was so mad about it and I ended up having to go do it again. Um, I didn't fail the... The talking part, it was the driving part because she said that I nicked the curb. I didn't nick the curb. I know dang and well how far away that curb was. <laughs> Whatever. She just wasted my daggone time is what it was. I was, I was like, I can't believe I failed. <laughs> but 
Now, here I am, and I hardly ever nick the curb. Hardly um, ever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, also, during my first year, I had... I, I learned how much my driving habits improved because I went from like going fast and hard, like, boom, 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 I got to get to where I got to go. You know, like I want to be first. I don't want to be last. Cause if, if you ain't first, then you're last. Right. <laughs> mm-hmm. me, can we, can we remember when we first moved into Porter and we had the U-Haul? No. Uh, I remember it vaguely because my heart dropped. <laughs> So you came over to help us unload the U-Haul and we had to back it up a little bit farther. And you're like, I got this. Brush my shoulder off, brush my shoulder off. I'm a school bus driver. So you got in the U-Haul and you literally like <laughs> slammed on the gas in reverse and came like uh, ass hairs width away from slamming into the house. And me and no. Sean and Frank were all like, oh, my God. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I could see everything. I was using my mirrors. But you, like, I don't know. It was like you got out of there like, what? I, I didn't hit it, did I? I'm just like, oh, my God. <laughs> Meanwhile, okay. all of our nuts are, like, in our throat. <laughs> <laughs> like, I haven't even moved into this place. It's no. almost like about to demolish it. <laughs> I oh do not recall God. that at all. I think you're you making <laughs> You can ask Sean. You can ask Frank. We all remember. It was a very memorable <laughs> experience. <laughs> I don't think it. Sean, are you out there? Did, did I almost hit, um, did I almost hit Frank and Mike's new house when they moved into Porter with the U-Haul? No, I did not. <laughs> I told you. <laughs> you said, yeah, kind uh-huh. of. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Whatever. Y'all both. <laughs> y'all y'all had to be doing some kind of MBA no, or something, no. whatever it's called. I don't no. know, but it was just funny because you got out and you were like, what? I didn't hit it. Because <laughs> I'm a professional, okay? A professional. Um, but I honest, honestly, though, I realized that I don't have to go fast. And like I started paying more attention to my surroundings because um, you have to. And Sean, he'll tell you, he's like, you don't have to turn this car like it's a bus. Like you're... <laughs> You don't need to be 15 feet from the edge. But I mean, but you're so used to it. I yeah. mean, it just becomes a habit. I understand that. Yeah, That's just like I... when I drive Frank's car, I pretend like I'm pushing down on the clutch, even though it's not a stick shift, you know? Oh, yeah. That took a lot of, <laughs> yeah, going from driving a standard to uh, driving automatic. It did take a lot of, yeah. got to remember. Um, I remember I was, I was doing my training. And I love, like, Jody. I, I could not have been blessed with one of the best trainers um, f- ever. And I was driving along, and I had to turn. And I grabbed the wheel, and I did like anybody else does. And I grabbed underneath the, the wheel at the top, and I turned. And she said, what are you doing, hooker? I said, <sighs> what? What? She said, that's what we call it you're hooking the wheel and since that day i've never hooked ever so you grab ever. it on top now uh, it's the sides and then you turn and like i let it come back in in my hands i don't know how to like i'm if you could see me literally right now i'm like driving the air like an air wheel yeah, in I front can, of me so <laughs> why so why don't you pull it from underneath what does that do do your hands get caught in there um, yeah, it's a safety thing. And then also you have more control of the wheel. If you have your hands on the outside instead of hooking it and, you know, letting it spin. Oh, okay. That makes sense. Yes. I didn't ever think about it. I was just like, this is cool. People drive. All right. Um, and that first, so that first year, you know, along with that, I also learned uh, about my first spare. You cannot imagine 
I've, I'm like three, four days in driving a bus, somewhere around that, that general timeline. And then my bus don't start and I've got to go get a spare. So holy crap, I'm rushing because I don't want to be late. And I go in, I get um, a spare set of keys. They give them to me. I go out. And I have to search the parking lot for it. And I finally find it. I get on it and I cannot figure. I'm like, they punked me. <laughs> That's what they did. Because I don't know where no buttons are. This is a manual door that you had to open. Like you seen a Forrest Gump. Were you going to get in? Kind oh, of moment. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. And I, I'm like, um, they lied. They just made me run out here for no reason. So I went back inside, had those keys in my hand, and I put them on the counter. And I said, was that supposed to be funny? It was a joke, right? And they're like, no, that, that's the spare. I'm like, are you kidding? And I, I lucked out because I had another trainer that was standing there. Um, and she was like, what's the problem? And I told her, I was like, I don't know anything about this bus. I've only like been in the newer buses. And um, she was like, all right, come on. So I didn't know how to turn the lights on. I didn't know where any of the master switch, like the clearance lights, none of it. I had no clue. So she came out and she showed me and I got stuck with that bus for a couple of days and I actually enjoy it. Um, it's like, what would you rather have a brand new Porsche or one of those sexy muscle cars? Um, aren't they both the same? No, the older ones, not like a, not like an Al Bundy Dodge Dart or whatever it was. Yeah, <laughs> but like, you know, old muscle. Where's my car guy? He's out there in the living room. Like, I, the, like no, I don't know anything about like cars. a Like an old Shelby Mustang or something or a, a Nova or an old Camaro. Not a newer one, but an older one. Mm, probably. I don't know. I would probably want a newer one. I don't know why we're friends. Then... We had. When have I ever been into cars? <laughs> I know, just like I'm not into movies. Um, yeah, like The Wizard of Oz. <clears throat> waste of time. Whatever. You're going to lose followers from that one. I don't care. Okay, I'll probably gain some. <laughs> Who knows? Um, bus referrals. Uh, a quick story. I spent, I had both, both districts, I've taken on a tough route. Um, that didn't keep drivers. And I ended up, I mean, this is only my second year, but my kids were begging me to make it. I mean, the parents too were like, you're coming back, right? And even my first year at my last district, it was the same thing. Um, and those kids, they were like, we tried to kill the bus driver, spraying perfume in her face and stuff. Oh and I was God. like, are you freaking kidding me? And you're over here laughing about it? <laughs> And I'm like, I don't have asthma, so you ain't got to worry about it. <laughs> and they would spray it. I'd be like, well, you just got a bus referral. And I spent like two weeks writing 20 to 25 bus referrals. And they let me do it, too, because I was going to get my point across. Like, somebody's going to hear me. And after that, the AP started, like, noticing, oh, okay, she's not going to quit. And I wasn't going to. So... I went ahead and uh, did that with the, for the students for discipline and they started acting right, seeing that I didn't, I didn't mess around. Like you can, you start off strict and then you, you can gradually like give a little bit of leeway. That's how you do it. Because if you start off real easy, they're going to walk over you the whole entire year and make your, your job terrible. They got to test you. <laughs> yeah, they do. It's just mm-hmm. like, I don't know, like my kid, the end of the year relationships are something that, you know, that I just talked about. You have to have made some relationships in, in your position too, because I've been with like senior citizens and families who are constantly at the pharmacy or constantly on the phone with the pharmacy. So I know that you have to have some kind of relationship with, uh, a customer yeah once that you see all the time yeah absolutely do you give do you play favoritism whenever you see like their name pop up and you're just like you know what i'm gonna stop what i'm doing and take care of them um 
Sometimes, yeah. There's there's few people that um, there's some people that I I do do that with only because they're super super nice, and you know they understand that things happen. They understand that you know, things get a little crazy in there. They so instead of just well, I want it now, you know. Yeah. So of course, I'm going to. You know, I don't want to say treat them a little better, but that I guess for lack of better terms. Favoritism, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I do that. I think everybody does that too, especially when it comes to those kids um, who give the best presents. (laughs) (laughs) We had the first time in my life we had a driver um, last year. She did not return this year, and I could have had that that route, but I did not take it. Um, but I'm telling you, she got everything from plants to like expensive cups made, ev- all sorts of things. And I was like, what in the heck? How- what? She had to have people help her carry her gifts out. It was so much. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. And I was like, I hope one day that I'm as loved as she is and then I had to stop and think like I'm just loved in a different way where my my kids and my parents are like please promise you're coming back please and if they see me in public I told them older ones I was like if you see me in public you better turn around and walk away I like you don't even know who I am <laughs> Monday Monday through Friday twice twice a day that's when we can talk to each other but if you see me out on the streets you, you turn you walk away <laughs> Most of the time they do. I just like look at them like, don't you even approach me? <laughs> we have, no. Right. Um, but I do have one student that I've maintained, uh, two students actually, three, three students from previous district that I keep in touch with that they would, like, they were like, I went to her graduation. Uh, one of their graduation, waiting for the other one to graduate, and then the one behind that one to graduate. Um, I cried, and then when they reach out to you, like they find you on social media, and they're like, "Miss, where are you at? You gonna come see me? Can we go hang out?" Blah blah blah. And you're just like, "How did we get to this point?" Oh yeah, the happy tears, the the laughter. The fact that I would bring on a rotisserie chicken on the bus for me to eat my lunch, <laughs> and this child would devour it, bone and all. Oh my god! <laughs> she would. She knew that I would keep snacks in my backpack, and so she would yoink my backpack, and I had to have no clue. Sometimes I had no clue, and I'd look down, my backpack's gone. She's over there nibbling on my daggone pretzels and whatever I had in the bag. I'm like, what the heck? And she's passing them around, candy. If I had candy I brought on the bus to pass out to the students, she'd pocket in like two pocketfuls of them. And she'd be like, Miss, run them over. Something, you know, and it was always funny. Run them There's, over. Oh my yeah. Gosh. She's like, she told me, she said that she wanted to be on my podcast. And I was like, let's do it because she's got some pretty funny stories. <laughs> so I love that kid. I love, but all three of them. And it's amazing how they become like your family. What is the, what is one of the funniest things that you've ever heard a kid say? Okay. At any, yeah, at any of your jobs, whether it's my kid, a niece, nephew, you know, friend's kid, whatever. Um, I don't. I'd have to really think about that. Uh, I mean, I did have, when I was immunizing um, one of the kids' parents, they came in there. And it's so funny because the guys are always the ones that are like, oh, I'm so scared of this. You know, I'm so scared of this needle. And um, I've given shots to like a 12-year-old and they're like, this is nothing. Mm-hmm. Um, but... Uh, I had one little girl was making fun of her dad for being such a wuss. And she was like maybe eight, nine years old. Um, But I I mean, I can't really think off the top of my head, but it's just late at night. So, (laughs) Um, but 
Uh, I don't know. Uh, that that's like a, really all I can think of, and I know that's not really much, but that's okay. I'm not, I'm not prepared. It's all right. <laughs> it's all right. I've had um, little kids snitch on their parents. You know, my my mom. My mom told my dad he better wash those dishes if he wants her to wash his face. And it's like, what? What? Wow. What? (laughs) You don't know and you can't say anything because then you're like, well, I hope he washed those dishes. Oh my god. Um, so they, they will snitch on their parents like super quick and their siblings too. And you never cross a pre-K student that you um, forget about a promise you made. Oh Some yeah. Like, Kids are like the best at remembering. You ain't lying. Mm-hmm. I promise I'm going to get you a slime liquor um, when we come back after break. And then like three weeks later, they're like, hey, you remember that slime liquor you mm-hmm. supposed to get? No, I don't remember that. If you sit down, I'll bring. No, (laughs) I sat down. (laughs) Right. They remember. They they will. Yeah. Look, they the looks they give you like they'll cut you. Oh yeah, they don't forget. They're like elephants. They don't forget. Um, I had a one kid who was always cussing. I'm like, you can't say those words. Like those words are no no words. They're off limits. They're you know bad words. They'll get you in trouble. Well, all I said was that I was going to ask him a question. <laughs> well, uh, little Ernie, you can't say ask. You need to say ask. That's why I said I was going to ask him a question. <laughs> no. <sighs> Even though they don't realize that they're saying cuss words, it's like, oh, my God. And then other kids are like, miss, he said that. Yeah. So I guess all in all, I mean, that's, there's many different reasons I could go on and on and on. I know that we did this um, unplanned, but this I, was planned slash unplanned. It really was. You're right. 